Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. I have an awesome guest today. Uh, Bobby Gonzalez is on the pod today. Bobby is an actor, a really hilarious improviser, and he is also the producer and co-host of KTLA 5 Live. He's here today with a crazy story from his past. I'm super excited for you to hear it. Uh, if you want a little bit of extra time with Bobby, please go over to patreon.com slash tellmeyours. Other than that, I don't want to take up any more time, so let's get into it. Please welcome Bobby Gonzalez. What's up, man? Hi. How are oh. you? <laughs> you looked so angry while you were doing that. <laughs> I'm like trying to, I'm hearing like a bunch of shit coming through my shit. Not I love it. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I look at your fancy. Is that a shirt? Uh, no, it's a. Uh, it's just the the focus right, a scarlet. Um, so I just got like the basic setup. So it came with like a one input interface and a condenser mic. Um, right. Yeah, it's super chill. I literally got it because I wanted to start like fucking around with recording music and stuff on my own. Um, <laughs> and then like as I was getting, as I was kind of playing around, I was like, man, this actually like sounds really great. And that's why I was like. Fuck, I know I'm gonna start a podcast. I fucking, I fucking know it. I know me. I know I fuck I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. Um, and here we are. You don't really do your podcasts anymore. Like, I don't really don't do really them like, anymore. But they're no. still going. There's a couple still going and cool. I'm not really doing a whole lot other than like distribution now. Okay. They don't really require that much editing anymore. That's cool. Um just like a little bit, like intros and outros and theme music and that's yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then are you um, still doing like those little elements for them? Those little parts. Yeah, I'm still cool. kind of doing those. But uh, for the most part, I'm not really on that stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, here and there, whenever something new comes up. But yeah, how's how's work going, man? Uh, it's good. It's been really good. I've been having a lot of fun. We've been enjoying it. We haven't really been in this week. We're like, oh, oh it's a holiday on Thursday and Friday. There's not really anything to would do. This so have, would like, this have been it. like a, a like normally would this have been a really busy week with the holiday or would it kind no, of? No, not really. Chill? We were we would have been able to chill like we are had already produced we had already like pre-produced some like best of episodes to air oh, cool. on Thursday and Friday when we were supposed to be off for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, but then since we took the rest of the week, we just aired those and then we decided well, we'll just repeat something old on Thursday and Friday instead. But cool. um, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been any busier than usual. 
it would have sure. probably it probably would have been like super black low-key yeah, like yeah, relaxed yeah. week but that's cool that's cool it's all good yeah um okay so you are gonna tell me a story sure and mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what story you're gonna tell me so okay. whenever you're ready i'm all ears i'm gonna tell you a little story um this happened a few years ago this was back in i think t- 2012 or 2013 okay before i became f- like full-time at my job now i okay. was working like per diem i had just i think got off of my internship and so I was only working per diem here and there at my current job. And I had left my previous full-time job at Disneyland. So I was okay. kind of like floating around in this space of like, I need consistent work yeah. uh, because I'm only working like one or two days a week. So I need some other stuff to do. So my mom's cousin happened to have a business as a private investigator. Oh God. He had, okay. a, pri- okay. he had a private investigator company that was based out of Miami and Los Angeles at that time. So after like some talking with my mom and like she talked to him, he agreed to let me work with him as a private investigator. I had to get like my, I had to get like my provisional license and everything. And I was pretty stoked because I had always been into like you know, detective movies mm-hmm. and Sherlock Holmes and solving oh mysteries and God. stuff. So I was like, fucking rad. I'm going to be <laughs> like a, a gumshoe, like a PI. And, you know, he did the whole business that he had was it dealt with like, you know, infidelity, uh, insurance fraud, missing persons, all that kind of shit. So I was like, pretty, pretty stoked. That's, I'm like, this will be fun. That's it's so insane. That's like something that you only really experience in like film and TV. And the yeah. fact that the, these are like actual real businesses that like are people's livelihood. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a real job. That's and so it, feel, it felt like, oh, you're going to, oh, hey, you're going to be a private investigator now. <laughs> Go out and buy a fedora and a trench coat and a magnifying <laughs> glass and uh, start your day. No, not really like that. But see that that therein lies therein lies the rub, right? So I was like so thinking it was going to be like the movies like I was always like I was stoked on like film noir and like Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that scene in Chinatown. <laughs> Do you ever see Chinatown? I haven't actually seen Chinatown. So there's a scene in Chinatown that I thought was the coolest freaking thing. So Jack Nicholson his character is a, a PI and he does this thing in this one scene where he's like tailing these people, following these people, trying to find out what they're doing. And they're like at some place and they have their car there. And in order to find out like when they left the place that they're at, he opens his glove box and his glove box is full of just wristwatches. And so he takes the wristwatch and he puts it underneath the back tire of the car. And then he goes back the next day and the wristwatch is shattered and broken and so he knows that's what time they left. Oh my uh, god! Because that's when they back over the watch. And I was like, that is the fucking coolest thing. Like watching him open that glove box full of watches. I was like that is cool. That's the kind of shit. That I'm is really do. cool, actually. It's not. It's not like that at all. It's like a oh, lot of no. sitting in your car. It's like sitting in your car outside of places waiting for something. It's it's like really kind of boring work. Anyway, I get this job, and I kind of like get thrown into the lurch like right away. My first case was this guy this woman hired us to follow her husband because she suspected that he was cheating on her having an affair okay and that was the first case that they put me on by myself like i wasn't i I think i was supposed to like shadow a licensed person (laughs) before i was like able to do this work on my own technically but um that didn't happen they were just like hey this is your and it was a big it was like a four day it was like four days four to four to six hour shifts following this guy 
is that is that how that works where they basically like they'll hire this service for like mm -hmm. a certain number of days or like you like buy a package and it includes like this number of days and this amount of time uh typically uh, so i think it can work and uh, I, I didn't get too far into the biz for sure for sure but from from how i understood it worked it was like they could hire you like like for this case i believe she was like hey i want to hire you for five days four see hours what, each see day what you can find you know yeah okay. it, within those hours whatever some people i think can do it like a per diem like you know here's I, I don't know here. Like here's however much money yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you, I'll pay your hourly rate, whatever, mm -hmm. however long it takes to do this thing, whatever. So this, this case was this guy, he worked at a hospital in uh, thousand Oaks or Sherman Oaks. One of the Oaks. Okay. I don't even remember my, my understanding of LA was so awful. Like I've lived here all my life, but I've always lived here like in the suburbs. Uh -huh. So LA proper, like all everything out that way, uh, like further north to, to LA proper. I just, uh, I, I don't know. It's a mess. <laughs> so this woman hires us to, to follow her husband. She thinks he's cheating. I get like this, like a fucking, like, <laughs> I get like this fucking dossier file. It's got this guy's <laughs> photo on it. Like, this is your, this is your target. This okay. is your guy. This is the car that he drives. This is his license plate number. This is where he works. This is what his shift is. And apparently, by the time I got in this case, his car had already been bugged. I think oh they, they, I think they had the wife bug his car so I could go on like this website and see where like, he was. Where he was. So, I remember the first day, I was like super nervous. It was it's it's very kind of scary thing, <laughs> like being in this like clandestine secret mission, really. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, I just sat in my car outside of the hospital complex where he worked and would wait for him to leave and then just basically follow him and see where he goes, right? See what he does. And I have like a camera, a camcorder, a notebook where I'm like taking notes and all this shit. First day, I, I, I think nothing really happened. He like left work and went home and like that was my shift for the day. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I have to go back. I go back to the hospital and... Uh, sit outside again and wait for him to leave. And um, this time I think I follow him like a couple places. Nothing really happens. I follow him home at the end of this shift. Was, this is fucking weird. This is a weird job. I know it sounds like super crazy. I'm following this dude home, but like, you know, I'm taking, you know, film, yeah. whatever, all this shit. And again, like nothing happens. And as a PI, you, what you're really trying to do also is not get burned. And what meaning burned is like when, the person, the target or whatever realizes that you're Got it. following them or filling yeah. them and they, they, they catch you that that's called getting burned. Yeah. Um, so you're trying to like tail them at a distance. You're trying not to be noticed. You're supposed to be driving in a um, kind of like a nondescript car. At this time I had a, like a 2000 and no, it was like a 99 Corolla champagne colored. I had my windows tinted for the, I had to get my windows tinted and everything for the job. The problem was, though, I, I had I think I had been not like I had gotten in an accident not long before, like somebody hit me from the, the rear side. So I had like a big dent on the side. But I was like, that's eh, not not a big deal. Anyway, so two days, nothing really happens. Three days, the third day, I don't think whatever. Nothing's really going on. I'm like, this is fucking boring. Just sitting in my <laughs> car, your, following this guy. PI dreams are being. Yeah, busted. it sucked, dude. And um. Then on like the fourth day, 
the, the previous days I had been kind of working early in the morning, like the start of his shift. And then another day I was supposed to start my shift at the end of his shift. And then this day it was kind of like in the middle of his shift. And he left in the middle of the day, like for his, what I assume was his lunch break, because I followed him a few blocks away to an in and out. And so he goes into the in and out and I park outside and I'm like watching him and I could see him inside the in and out. There's a big window and I could see him sitting there like eating lunch. So I was like, oh, he's on his lunch break. Cool. So he's at the in and out and I'm, I'm like being like, fuck, I, I really want a hamburger. I should just go in there and get the in and out, but I'm like working, but no. So I'm, I'm watching him and he finishes his lunch and he gets in his car and he starts driving away back towards the hospital. And so I'm following him back. And I was like, oh, he's going back to work. But then before he gets to the hospital, he stops at this, he pulls into this parking lot. And so I go across the street at a gas station and I'm watching him and it's a, it's a Mexican restaurant. It's like a taco place. Okay. I'm like, why the fuck is this guy going to a taco place? He just had lunch at In-N-Out. That's weird. And so I'm like watching him across. I could see him through the window. And um, I like do, I like film a little bit, film a little bit. And I could see him. He's talking to the woman at the cash register and they're just like talking. He's not ordering anything. Cause he's kind of like leaning up. Oh, he's kind of like leaning up on the counter, like with his back like leaning up like like Fonzie or something right and he's like talking to this woman and he's talking there for like a little while like maybe four or five minutes and then before he leaves he leans in and he kisses her on the oh. mouth and I'm like you motherfucker I got you you fucking <laughs> so I was like super stoked first case fucking got the guy I finally got what I suppose he was doing like I know it was, it was like I don't that isn't his wife or anything like that yeah. right so I'm like fucking got him and um you know, I, I take the notes or whatever. And like, meantime, I'm, I'm kind of like in communication with my cousin who owns the business and he's okay. in communication with the wife. Who's kind of like giving tips on like, Hey, um, you know, he's leaving work or whatever, mm -hmm. because you know, he doesn't know that she's the one that hired him, but she's, you know, talking to us being like, mm -hmm. you know, kind of giving us a heads up on what he's doing anyway. So I see him do all that shit at the taco place. And then he goes back to work and um, I sit and I'm like waiting for him for work and uh, a couple more hours go by and then he leaves his shift and he goes back home. So he drives back home and I'm still kind of on the clock at this point. So mm -hmm. as long as I'm on the clock, I got to sit and watch and wait. Even yeah, if he goes yeah. home, I got to sit there and wait in case he leaves or whatever. I'm still on the clock. So he goes home and I kind of like park up the street and um, I'm like sitting there and parked. And then I, I see that he went down the street, but I didn't follow him straight to his home. Like I kind of like stopped. I was like, oh, this is where he lives. I parked up the street and he continued on and I assume he went home so anyway I'm sitting there like waiting for my shift to end and I get a call my phone starts ringing and it's my cousin and I answer the phone I was like yo what's up and I'm like leaning back in my seat like I got my seat down my windows tinted and I want to be I don't want people to like yeah, walk yeah. by and be like this fucking weirdo sitting in our neighborhood <laughs> in his car just hanging out so my cousin calls and I answer the phone and um he, I'm like hey what's up and he's like you need to go now you got to get out now i was like what he's like you you got burned i was like oh, what no. he's like they he know he called his wife and said that he thinks he's being followed for the last couple of days by a uh tan corolla and i'm like fuck how the fuck did he burn he's like so he's on to you you're burned you gotta go and as he's like as i'm on the phone and he's like telling me like to get the fuck out i like look over and he's cruising in his truck right next to my car window. Oh, God. 
and he's like at a slow roll just like rolling right next to me and i got the phone like this and i'm looking up at his big fucking gray lifted truck and i'm like oh my fucking god like i'm gonna get trashed right here this guy's gonna jump out and beat the shit out of me and he's like right now he's like inches away from my car and like my windows are tinted so i know he can't see through the tint because i got like super dark shit yeah and i was like shitting my pants and then he kind of like rolls past and he's like going up to his like driveway and it looks like he goes up and it looks like he starts to come back out to like turn around uh-huh. and I started the car and boned out as quick as I could <laughs> got out of there like super quick and uh yeah and then I got pulled off that case and I don't know <laughs> after that that was the end of that first case I worked a few cases after that but that was the first one and that I've, I've never been more like scared and nervous that I was gonna get my ass kicked by an older man um, for doing a job that I probably shouldn't have been doing in the first place. That sh- honestly is like, shouldn't even be a job. It's like so it's weird. So but weird um, that, that was my, that was my, that was my Chinatown moment oh my of, God. of uh, almost getting, almost getting uh, <laughs> attacked for following a guy who was cheating. <laughs> no, I didn't get to use my wristwatches. I didn't get to do any of that stuff, but um I did a few more cases after that. Nothing, nothing as as scary. I, I was, I think, I was a lot more careful after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, it was a wild time in my life where I was doing that job. Um, how, how old were you around that time? Oh, geez, I was like probably oh, or like you were like three? early twenties. Yeah, I, I was like oh twenty two or twenty three, maybe twenty four. I... I cannot even imagine being in my early twenties and having that level of like responsibility, (laughs) not like responsibility in terms of this is like, this is a tremendous responsibility, but like, that's like kind of a scary job. Like that could have gotten really sketch really quick for you. And like, it is. And I'd heard stories from my cousin. So my cousin's like brother worked with him too. Like his stepbrother worked with him too on stuff. And he told a story about one time he got burned by some girl and she was like yelling at him in the middle of the street and like called the police and the police came and like, it was like this whole fucking thing. Yeah. There's stuff about like people getting, you know, attacked or whatever. I just, I, I used to watch that TV show cheaters and yeah, stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> anytime they get burned, like it's like fight or flight. And sometimes people just want to fight. I did like maybe five cases. And then, you know, one of the things that like made me realize, like, I don't want to do this job uh, was I asked, you know, it's hours and hours of like sitting in your car. And I asked, I was like, what do you do? Like if you're watching a house and you have to go to the bathroom. And my cousin was like, well, a lot of guys will just have, um, you know, a plastic jug in their car for when they have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm out. I'm not doing that. I'm not peeing in a jug in my car. What? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. No. Um, I don't care enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I stopped doing that. Oh my gosh. But yeah. That was the big story. There, there were like a couple other like little things. Like there was one. It's so weird. It's a job. Like one of the things that like I realized just doing that job that like really weirded me out was the realization that like anybody could hire somebody to follow you around for like no reason really, just because, just just whatever. Like one woman hired oh, man, that's a super PI. Actually, yeah, one woman like hired the PI to follow her son just to like find out like what kind of people he was hanging out with like while he was out for school there was like a guy who hired us to like his i think he was i think he was in florida he lived in florida and his girlfriend was coming to la for work and he suspected that she was coming out here to cheat and he hired specifically because she said she needed to stay an extra day because she wanted to go shopping at like the galleria or something and so he's like you got to follow her i think she's i think she's cheating i think she's cheating so they're like okay bobby go you got to go follow this girl um, and guess what she did? She went to the fucking Galleria and I followed her around for two hours <laughs> while she went shopping and then jumped on a shuttle to the airport and went back home. So it's like all these like insecure yeah. people just like hiring you to like make sure their spouses aren't cheating and sometimes they're not. Oh uh, it's just gosh. wild. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's like a whole world that you don't even think about existing. It is. It is. So now anytime I like see somebody like just sitting in a car, I'm like, what are you doing? Who are you, <laughs> who are you looking for? Is it me? Yeah. Are you trying to find me or whatever? Oh my gosh. It's, it's very, it's very interesting. And like you said at the beginning, it's like one of those things that you think it's just like a movie, like, yeah, uh, it's a job in the movies, but like, no, it's real. Like there's private investigators in the world. And people actually own yeah. businesses and that's yeah. the business. And guess what? Private it's investigators nuts. don't walk around with fedoras and trench coats and magnifying glass. They look like normal fucking people. Like there's like middle-aged women or like old dudes. It's, it's wild. Yeah. So that's um, genuinely you know. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, it's funny. I mean, so I mean, not like not, not, you don't have anything to worry about. I don't have anything to worry about. I I can assure you, no one, nobody in my life has hired anybody to to <laughs> follow me around. But I that would I mean I feel like I should get a group of people together and like split the fee and hire someone to follow you around for like a week just to see if you would notice. Just to make me like that paranoid. Would be hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, there's like weird legal stuff too. Like you yeah, got you, sure. you got to be licensed and all that shit. And there's like certain do things you, you can't do. Do you remember that. what that process was like in terms of like? Because I'm sure you they don't just like give you a badge and you're on your way. Like I'm yeah, sure you no. had to like actually like get, I had like, to certified Hon- and stuff, honestly right? I don't remember a, a whole lot. I remember I had to. I think I had to take. I think I had to take a test, like an online test. Jesus Christ! I think. I had to get my fingerprints done and do like a one of those like live scan things and like okay. a background check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Um, and then I had to like file, I had to file like some form or whatever for like the business of yeah. my like myself, my my um business as a private investigator, even though I was operating under provisional license and I was technically working under my uh, mom's cousin's agency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to like do like there were there were there was some like stuff I remember in the beginning like some like bureaucratic uh, paperworky type shit that I had to do yeah. before I could even go out but I, I think oh and I, I I I don't want to get anybody in trouble but you don't know who they are and it doesn't matter anyway but I think <laughs> like I was the the way that I was like licensed I was supposed to be um were I was supposed to be working with a fully licensed person like uh, with me yeah, like yeah. kind of like shadowing them like for tandem. a certain amount of hours which i did at one point like I, I like here and there i would like be on a case with a, a fully licensed person and kind of like tag team but um my like that first case that i just told you about i was on my own and then there was like a few other ones that like i was on my own <laughs> so i don't know if i was operating fully within the confines of the law but oh my gosh um, who is i mean yeah, right yeah and statue limitations or something like that yeah right? yeah right <laughs> Fine. that's crazy I, yeah. I always i remember knowing that you had some time as a private investigator but dude, that's so it's funny. so fun to bring up because it's like again yeah like you pointed out it's like well that's not real it's a fun thing to bring up at bars talking to girls or <laughs> you oh, know, my God. oh yeah i was a pa <laughs> I was a, I was a, I was a private dick, gumshoe thing. I don't know. Remember Carmen San Diego? It was like that, yeah. but real life. Oh my no. god! But um, it was fun. No, it's she just she had a trench coat and a fedora, if I remember I know. correctly. She did. She did. <laughs> I will say it, it. It again. It just it sounds cooler than it was. I, sure. I have a notebook. I think I, I still have it. Like a note, my notebook where like I'm supposed to be doing you know my logs. You know, kind of like at four fifteen he peeked out the window shit like that whatever it's all just like doodles it's all just like doodles <laughs> and um sometimes that i would like write notes to myself oh um, god <laughs> like write notes to myself and all the notes are just like what am i doing this is so boring where is this guy <laughs> when is he coming out i can't believe i'm sitting you know just to like look busy i'm mean, like oh this is like, uh, only four more hours to go and then you're free blah 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 and it's just like I'm, i was like i was like, out of my fucking mind oh my god yeah so i love that yeah i had to name my when i applied for my license i had to name my company and i named it valiant i think i named it valiant investigations after um my favorite film who framed roger rabbit oh yeah valiant is the pi there um, so, so valiant and valiant was their detective agency so that's what i called mine but i don't i don't i don't I it's all that. gone now all right <laughs> could could you theoretically still do that or would you have to like go back through the whole licensing process again i honestly think i would have to go through the whole thing again i think like you know i'm sure the 
you have to upkeep your license. I'm sure it expires after a certain amount of time if you don't like. Re- I don't know. I'm 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 sure I would have to re- redo everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you Would you ever get back in the game? If I if I fell if I fell on extremely hard times, <laughs> and if that was the only way I had to go, I mean maybe. <laughs> It was, I will say, I will say it was not bad money and it was easy money because as scary as it was and nerve wracking as it was a lot of the times, most of the times it It was was just sitting in your car. Yeah, it really was. And waiting for somebody to do something. Oh my gosh. That's Um, so funny. And oftentimes it didn't happen. But um, that first case, I think was the only one. I think was the only one that was like multiple days mm. where it was like a long, like four or five days of following just that guy. The other ones I did, it was just like one day. Mm. And maybe there was one that was two, but like all the rest were just like one day, five, six hours. I, I like, I mean, I guess you could just Google, but I'm like, how would you, how, like, how the fuck do you even find like just Google private investigators in my area? Like, how do you even yeah. know about doing Yeah, that I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, crazy. you could probably find it on Yelp. Oh my and people gosh. use it. People use it. And he did a lot of, um, my cousin did like a lot of like consultation-y type stuff. And um, he was on like a lot of like, you know, talk shows or like news show type things when they're like need information about like, well, how, what is the process of like locating missing persons or what, or, like all that kind of shit. And he would be like the uh, PI expert that would, Tell them kind of like oh about the whole process. That's that so stuff. wild. Yeah, it's a whole other world. It is. It's is he? Is your cousin still doing that kind of stuff? He is. Uh, he is. I, I, like business was still. A bit, he so cool. had a business, good business. I think they've expanded since because they were doing it out of Miami and L.A. And I think now they've expanded um, to like other cities and kind of have like kind of like a network type thing in their business. And, um, you know, they've, you know, some, some PIs do good stuff. Like I said, like find, mm-hmm. finding missing persons, things yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, things that are actually helpful. Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. But, um, I've been, That's I've so been out of that crazy. game a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Not anymore. That's the perfect, like buddy cop movies. Bobby Gonzalez <laughs> yeah. gets back into the PI Yeah. Back game. in the game. <laughs> But yeah. you actually have to be with a licensed person this time. Yeah. You do. Well, there was a show. I don't know if you ever saw that show. I think it was on HBO called Bored to Death with oh, Jason Schwartzman. That, and I didn't know that's what it was Ted about. Danson. He was a PI, but he was like the it was like a comedy, but he was an unlicensed PI. Okay. So he was he would kind of operate without a license, which I mean, I guess you could do if you have the skill. Yeah. And the willingness to be a creep. Pee in a plastic jug in your car. Pee in a jug in your car. Yeah, you could do it without a license. Never underestimate the power of someone who's willing to pee in a plastic jug. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it was nuts. a good time. It was a good time. Thank you so much to Bobby Gonzalez for sharing that story. Again, if you want to hear a little bit of extra time with Bobby and get his perspective of Wes Chavez's story in Nashville, head over to patreon.com slash tellmeyours. You can hear him describe it, and it's it's absolutely worth the price of admission. It's really, really funny. Again, just thank you to Bobby. Uh, if you want to catch Bobby co-hosting KTLA 5 live, Again, that streams every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. on KTLA.com or the KTLA Plus app. If you want to follow us, Twitter and Instagram, at TellMeYoursPod. Again, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash TellMeYours for exclusive and bonus content every week along with the full unedited episodes. 
Please remember to like and subscribe, comment, share with your friends. It really helps us reach new listeners and be able to tell new and better stories. Until next week, be kind to each other, and we'll talk soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.